Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined by Miles, who had that raspy voice. Miles, how are you? You sound like shit. I'm fine. This is a R-rated podcast. We curse. (laughs) Is that what makes it R? Uh, Yeah, it gets worse, too. There's a lot of visual um, nudity. No, there isn't. And so... That's also adult content. We're very sex positive, and and, uh, the ratings board does not like that. That's right. There you go. Those prudes. The the gatekeeping podcast ratings board. That voice was Jackie. Hi. Hi, Jackie. It's me. Uh, And we are a podcast that uh, was conceived to talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the anime from 2012. Uh, But we did that. We covered every episode, and we also watched the OVAs. And then the newer Rohan OVAs, and you can find all of our old episodes on anchor.fm slash jjbpod. Do you last... think they'll ever make more? JoJo? Yeah. I don't know. It was a huge break between part four and part five, and now with COVID. Yeah, uh, nothing good will happen after COVID, uh, until, until after COVID. Yeah, nothing good can happen, according to Jackie. Oh, man. What about that bread you're eating? Is that good? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Since the uh, the hiatus or whatever you want to call it from JoJo could be the end. Could be the end of the TV anime by David Productions. We've been delving into other anime usually recommended by our listeners or things we're curious about. And this week we talked about Dorohedoro, the 2020 COVID-19 era anime. Um, and if you didn't know, last week's episode, we actually uh, did our little correspondence corner where we read listener emails, and then we talked about Doro Hedoro for about half an hour or so, uh, and then we had a technical issue, and so we cut all that out. So we're going to talk fresh for you about episodes one through four of the anime. Have you uh, solved this technical issue yet? Yes, uh, about 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Before we started, I was like, let me find the original SD card. And then there was a lot okay. of, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Where is it? I have a bunch of notes now that <laughs> like, don't it. make sense to me anymore because it was a week ago that I wrote them. So we'll try our best. I, I figured, yeah. That, that, that's why I went and looked stuff up. I mean, I yeah. also, yeah. And it's been good because it's rare that we get to rewatch something, you know, and have a second look um, or that we spend enough time looking things up, I guess. So. This is a Patreon pick. Uh, this was um, chosen by one of our $20 tier uh, contributors. Uh, yes. If you just do one month uh, at $20, which is all you have to do, there's no long-term commitment on our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash jjbpod, uh, you can make us watch an anime. We'll watch, let's say, up to four. We try to keep it to three episodes of a TV anime of your choosing or a movie if it's really good uh and yeah that's just 20 bucks and yeah so that's i think that's that's probably why we're doing a second episode where we actually cover it because uh if this was just something we wanted to watch we might just be like fuck it i don't want to talk about it again (laughs) and last week would have just been a mailbag where we vaguely referenced uh an anime (laughs) that we never talk about but you know someone put money up and here we are Anyway, we also have other tiers on the Patreon. There's a dollar tier, for instance, because, hey, every little bit helps and we appreciate it. And we also have a $3 tier where you get access to the feed, which includes 
uh, Miles' newsletter, uh, which compiles all of the pop culture or other um, references that we make on this podcast because we just can't stay on topic uh, and talk about the anime we're supposed to. Uh, and I might also put the um, like half-finished podcast on the Patreon, like from last week. I think it'll be funny to just put up half an hour of audio and um, just like see uh, how it compares to this week's episode. And I'm also realizing that there's also then after that, there's like a good 20 minutes of just Miles's audio. Oh, yeah. Nice. Because we could just put Miles' audio of him talking to himself. That might be it. That might be it. <laughs> so you can I hear the whole also... episode. You can hear the part where we're like, oh, shit, are you recording? <laughs> well, they, yeah, they won't hear us saying that. You'll just hear Miles yeah. being like, you did what? <laughs> I, in this week's newsletter, there's going to be all the references we made last week. Oh, no. may not make it in this week. Oh. Good, because as I was saying this all now, I was like, I don't think Miles did one last yeah, week. Yeah, Miles, shit. if you have that list, can you just make sure that all those references make it back into this one? Sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I will try. Perfect. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's true. We're doing this a different way. We might not bring up the same, I don't know, Destiny's Miles Child just, song or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Okay, it's going to be totally seamless. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. If there's any, if, if you realize towards the end, do a double check, just blurt it all out, um, and that'll make it count. <laughs> Okay. Uh, anyway, let's um let's take a dip into uh, well, let's take a second dip into Hello Hole, also known as Correspondence Corner, or uh don't say anything rude in my emails. Doro hedoro, that's coming right out in the edit. What? What I just said made no sense. Okay. It, it was word vomit. Uh, this is an email from ooh, how did they sign it here it's brayden and i know this because the subject line is this is from brayden yay <laughs> dear jjbp gang hello again this is brayden since i haven't signed my last couple emails i will make up for it in this email hopefully i have recently finished keep your hands off azoken and have started a new show called laid back camp by the way jackie lots of lesbian energy in that show these two shows have really boosted my create creative energy and made me want to go camping. So, camping. So I have some questions. One, has an anime ever inspired you to do or try something? Two, what sentient stand would you be friends with? Examples, Sex Pistols, Spice Girl, etc. Three, what's your favorite instrument? Sorry that you lost some of the pod. However, a stay in Correspondence Corner will do just fine from Brayden. Or as you so kindly put it in the mailbag episode, be a real B, B movie, a killer hornet, Jerry Seinfeld in B movie, B movie, but every time they say JJBP, it speeds up, Brayden. Yay. P.S. Was this email too long? I'm not sure. It was a great length. It was a good length, especially contextually. We have no other emails to read. So <laughs> we have no problem. Could have been longer. <laughs> yeah, you really had carte blanche this time around. I like how the listeners are catching on that you just need to tell me that there's like women on women love in some in some form and i'm i'm into it yeah <laughs> tell jackie all the gay stuff bring, yeah. it, bring it to her um so here are the questions that brayden put forward and these are these are good questions worth answering maybe number one has an anime ever inspired you to do or try something yes dbz lifting weights really that's what you th yeah yeah sure you're not the first person i've heard say that Mm -hmm. I have heard other people on other podcasts say that they wanted to start working out because of uh, all the flexing on, I don't know, Brawly or 
Gohan or whoever. Did you have a specific character that you were like, oh, they're fucking yoked out. I want to be yoked out. No, just like the amount of training they did in general made me think like, maybe I should do some training. Hmm. I think Sailor Moon makes me want to have a sleepover with all my friends. <laughs> That's it. I think cute. we're too old for that. No, we're not. We're never too old. I, I kind of realized when we were getting to that age <laughs> of it being too old for a sleepover, but I was just like, I want to still do it despite being in our 30s, but no, I don't well, know you, how to excuse you it. You have to. Well, okay. Maybe it's, maybe it's more okay because I'm a lady, but like you just bring your friend over and you wear your PJs and you watch girly things or whatever, or you watch a scary Wait. movie or something. Yeah. I think the, the, the real and problem is just that even if it's like everyone Friday is, night, everyone's, everyone's like, like, it's normal. Everyone's like, I have to catch the 8 a.m. train on Monday. So I, I just guess don't it depends really on how adult your schedule. friends are. If your friends are all like real adults, then it might be hard because everyone's pretending to be an adult. But with the sleepover, you should just all pretend to be kids again, you know, yeah. like you're teenagers and it's fine. It's fun. I was never a big sleepover guy. I never liked it. That's true. I you were not. I sleeping in my own bed. <laughs> yeah. I get, I feel that way now, but as a kid, I did not care. Except I would wake up at everyone's house with like allergies. That was the only thing that sucked. What People's anime, disgusting houses. What does an anime make you want to do, Mark? Uh, I wanted to end the world after watching Evangelion. Mm. I, that inspired me to try that. Uh, it didn't work. Um, all but I did tried. Was, I, uh, was just choked out someone I was attracted to. Oh, that sounds bad. Fuck. Never mind that. Um, <laughs> what? Remember Shinji's choking Asuka at one point in Evangelion? I do not. Yeah, we for, remember. For, <laughs> some, for some reason, that's that's a that's an image that has that uh, been in my head. Um, I think it was Twitter's fault. Uh, anyway, I'll insert something else there. Uh, uh, I tried to go into space after watching Cowboy Bebop. Is that better? Okay. Yeah, that's good. Uh, number two, which sentient stand would you be friends with? Sex Pistols or Spice Girls? Um, I think maybe Notorious Big because I'd want to understand him. That's the one where the guy dies and then they're on the plane. And this is when Spice Girl first shows up in part five and it's the rubbery stand that just can't be killed and bounces. I would try to talk to it. I think I could be friends with that sword that whatever kills people. Yeah. I, I like Anubis a lot. I like when he's when he's flying through the air towards a river and he's sweating. He seems super evil, but if I could be his friend, then we could rule the world. I think all you have to do, do think, is just pick him up. Mm. Would you let him talk you into murdering people? Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Probably not. I, he would need I, to get past that. I'd be like, okay, I'll, I guess I'll murder people. <laughs> I mean, I think it kind of hypnotizes you. Oh, what about if you were friends with the fucking that that baby's death thirteen? Oh, that'll be sick. Carnival monster dream nightmare on Elm Street. Death thirteen. Yeah, that would be cool. I would just I ask would him. Like that. Be friends with that. I would just want to know how to cry eyeballs into mm. someone's mouth. That is an image that has, for obvious reasons, stuck with me as well. Uh, number three, what's your favorite instrument? This is impossible to answer. Drums. I don't Piano. like anything else. Literally nothing. No, I don't know. <laughs> but I, but I, like, I like the sound of drums. Miles, did you say piano back there? Yes, I said piano back there. I like the piano. Okay. I don't know why you're being so curt with me, but fine. <laughs> um, what instrument should I force my child to learn to play? Uh, I think piano is actually a really good idea. 
you know piano like is it, the tool of the composer um did you get forced to learn an instrument when you were a child piano like how how young were you definitely less than seven or six wow okay. definitely younger than that i remember playing piano a little bit in my first house not my first okay. house my parents first house <laughs> you did not own a home at six years old yeah it would have been tough so my son is six months old. Is that too late? I think your little son can learn to play the like toy xylophone. I think oh, yeah. that's something you can start with. Six he months. keeps trying to eat it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sure he's learning the human voice. I think you okay. should try to increase his range now. Yeah, get him to sing. Whatever noise he makes, make it an octave higher and then an octave lower. And then next week you keep going lower. Aww. You know. How, how would I do this? Do I tune him? In like a, <laughs> in like a few months, he'll be like, da, da. Do I tighten his vocal cords? Just like in real life, you, I think you can expand your range by practice and stuff. I don't think it's just built in. Babies like to mimic people so you can like get them to mimic you maybe. I don't know. I made that up. I don't know if babies like to mimic, mimic people, but I assume. Oh, okay. You might be thinking of monkeys because monkey see, monkey do. Mm, that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a science fact. Yeah. So, Miles, I think you should just sing the Star Spangled Banner at your child <laughs> once a day. I assume okay. you're saying it. Every, you're singing it every day, anyway, right? Singing the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. No. No. Oh. It's hard to sing while I'm kneeling. Do you know any like of the, the oh, okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> nice. It's true that when you sing, you should be standing. It, it helps your breath. Anyway, thanks for writing, Brayden. Um, my favorite instrument, uh, mm, it's like, I like piano. I like guitar. I do like the violin a lot. Violin is cool. Because strings make one. me emotional. Violin is pretty badass. I like the accordion. I like how the accordion sounds in songs. In like uh, like Spanish music, right? It's in a lot of... Uh, yes. Specifically, yes. But also any kind of music. I like the sound of it. But that's where I was exposed to it. I like it in there. I like yeah. it in Pressure by Billy Joel. Polka. Not a big polka guy, but there are definitely some great accordion uses out there. It's a cool sound. Uh... Yeah, so I guess I like stringed instruments if I can cheat and call the piano a, a string instrument. It is. Mm. Do you like it? You like the violin better than the cello? Um, I do like bassier sounds, but I think the violin has just been featured in more pieces of music. It's more interesting. And there's that emotion of when you hit a high note, you know, mm. when you play adagio for strings, like, yeah, it's the whole thing. But once you hit that apex, you know, that release of the tension, let's that's a violin, on. baby. Did you say let's move on? I'm sorry, do you have somewhere to be? <laughs> Miles is bored. <laughs> All right, anyway, that was our short, short correspondence corner, which is uh, people writing to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Thanks for stopping by, Brayden. Thanks for jumping into the hole. You may now point a smoke gun dust door your way out. Uh, so yeah, anyone can be like Brayden to write to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Torture, motherfucker. Good job. Yeah, that that one has to stay in there. Okay. Um, you want to keep right on rolling into talking about the anime? Yes, let's do it. Doro he doro. 
Here's a note. I like the art. You like the art of Doro Hedoro? Yep. I remember talking about how I liked the art last week. We've got to talk about it all again. I also like the art. I do not uh, care for the animation as much. I think the 3D animation here feels... I like it. Sort of like, okay, that's what you would do with a 3D engine. It doesn't doesn't feel as, as interesting as, say, Beastars. Um, really? Even with like the action scenes? It is used very well, I think, for the fights. Like 3D animation seems to be very good at that. But um, I don't know. It doesn't feel unique. And, you know, there are those moments I've talked about where when people move a little too smoothly and it's very obvious you're not like I pref- I know it doesn't necessarily make sense to take a new medium and try to imitate the old one but I'm still in the period where I enjoy the old style better so I just like when 3D imitates uh, hand-drawn cells where there are fewer Miles what was that? I'm getting a beeping sound and I just realized he froze Miles Listeners, we... Um, this th- episode is cursed. This episode is cursed, in the words of Miles. We lost Miles on our Skype call, because Jackie and I are recording in the same place. Miles comes in via remote, uh, and he's staying... Miles lost, like, power and Wi-Fi just now in the middle of the pod. Miles' life is falling apart, and it is affecting our podcast in ways I do not appreciate. Um, but, so we're going to continue on, and maybe you'll hear a Skype noise, and Miles will get back to us. Um... What were we talking about? We were talking about the animation. I was just saying that, yeah, sometimes it feels a little bit too much like 3D. I like it. I don't like as much. It makes me think of like PlayStation graphics or something. PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. I like it. Um, I liked all of it. I think it's a good looking show, though. Yeah. I I enjoy the art. I enjoy the disgusting griminess of this world. It looks a little bit like um, some of the character design looks a little bit old school, but the art and the animation looks more modern. Yeah, More yeah. More so the animation, I it's, guess. Especially but. Nikaido. She has sort of a 90s yeah. aesthetic. Let me give some context to the show. Yeah, uh, what is this show about, Mark? Okay, so Dorohedoro, first of all, uh, could be translated as sludge or as mud sludge or mud to mud. But if it were mud to mud, you would... That's what it, that's what the, it means? It, it, it means and is referred to as mud sludge. Um, Shouldn't it just be door... Doro door. No, no, no. Doors, doors. Doa e doa. No. Yes. Um, yeah, the author said at some point that she just came up with the name, feeling like that's what that's what this kind of world like evokes. You know, there's no like deep meaning to it. It's just sort of like this is the feeling that I'm getting. Hmm. Um I guess arguably if you said it was mud to mud, you'd have to pronounce this Doro e Doro. Whatever. Uh this is a manga, this might explain some of the old school looks. Uh, that started in 2000 and has had to be in three different manga magazines because the first two it was in closed down. Uh, but after something like 23 volumes, which is I don't know how many chapters, whatever, uh, Doro Hedoro finished in September of 2018. Uh, it's all out in English as well. Uh, so if you want to read it, but you don't speak Japanese, I imagine you understand English because you're listening to this. Uh, you can uh, actually check it all out on Viz. Viz.com has it. Um, and there's like a free preview if you want to see what the art looks like. But from what I could gather, they're really, really faithful to what happens in the manga. Except in episode one, they have him chopstick all of the gyoza. And then mm. he lets them into his mouth. Whereas in the manga, he just flips the plate up and throws them into his mouth. Oh. Which I think is funnier, but probably harder to animate. Anyway. Um, 
so yeah, this is a 3D animated show that's produced by MAPPA or MAPPA. Um, it was broadcast in Japan early this year, which is 2020, if you didn't know. Um, and then they put it on Netflix worldwide in late May. So this is another good uh, show or piece of media to watch during COVID-19 where things seem pretty fucked up and people are wearing masks. So you're welcome. The Studio Mappa also made Kakegurui, Kids on the Slope, uh, which is a Watanabe anime I know Miles has seen. Rest in peace, Miles. Uh, And they also made Yuri on Ice. And yeah, so the show is about... um, It's basically... The world is sort of divided into two parts. There's the whole where our protagonists live, and um, then there is the world of sorcerers. Mm. The people in the whole, you could say, I guess, are humans that are constantly experimented on for some reason by these sorcerers who are able to uh, enter and exit the whole as they please. And it's sort of this grimy, gritty, urban-looking area. Um and so they're they're kind of powerless over the sorcerers, but those are sort of the two groups. There's the whole and there's the world of sorcerers. A lot of people in the whole are like part animal or just part fucked up because yeah. not only do the sorcerers come in there and practice, quote unquote, on them mm-hmm. by transfiguring them, but just by the virtue of the sorcerers using magic in their own world, it sort of permeates uh, the whole and things goes get down. fucked up there. Yeah. Because we later see their magic is all based on this like black soot smoke stuff. And so I guess that can actually just sort of screw things up. And I think that had something to do with like we see zombies in one of the episodes. Yes. Um, and I think that some uh, the zombies happen every like Sunday or whatever. And it's because of something that happens in the uh, the sorcerer world. Right. It's something where like the magic dust doesn't have enough time to dissipate. So it like reanimates everybody in the ground. It's sort of like an, eh, okay, whatever explanation just because, um, you know, I think the author just wanted to do a zombie thing. Um, in this world, in the whole, our protagonists, our, our main character is Cayman or Kaiman, uh, who, if you know what a Cayman is, uh, it will make sense because... What is a Cayman? A Cayman... Is it a dinosaur? It is a tiny little alligator relative. Oh. It's actually closer to an alligator than a crocodile is. Is it a dinosaur? No. <laughs> Damn it. It is not a dinosaur. He looks like a dinosaur to me. Jackie thinks that Kaimon or Kaimon looks like I think a, that any yeah. big lizard is a dinosaur. Isn't that what dinosaur means? Isn't it like terrible giant lizard? No, you're thinking of Tyrannosaurus. Oh. Tyrannosaurus Rex is like king terrible lizard. Well, that's that's what Kaimon is. I think Saur is lizard, but I don't know what dino is. Maybe it explodes. Um, <laughs> Dynomite. Dynomitosaur. Um, <laughs> yeah. So basically, Cayman is, it's, he's a man. He is a human who has the head that is sort of like an alligator or maybe a crocodile or maybe a dinosaur. I'm Googling right now. Are big lizards dinosaurs? Are dinosaurs just big lizards? Are not just big. Okay. So they're not just big lizards. Oh, there's Miles. Hi, Miles. Hello. Miles, thank you for joining us once again. Uh, we'll see how long this lasts if you get sucked back into the darkness. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Um, but, Miles, we've been talking a little bit about the 
uh, history of Dodo Hedoro as a, why do I sound so official and academic? <laughs> I, I just know. went over like the origins of the comic and we started talking a little bit about the setting. And I looked up the difference between lizards and dinosaurs and you got to hear me out. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm arguing that Cayman is a dinosaur. Like Barney, the dinosaur, or Baby Bop. We lost Miles. We lost Miles. No. I'm not. Let's just keep going. Sorry. We, we'll figure it out with Miles, but <laughs> uh, this is going to be hell. Uh, is he still, he's gone? He's, he's gone. All right. Bye, Miles. Okay. So what are the criteria for a dinosaur? Let me tell you. Uh, um, this is some random website, unmuseum.org. Um, unlike most reptiles, dinosaurs all walk with their legs directly below their hips. This is different from lizards or cro crocodiles, where the top section of the limb is spayed out horizontally from the body and the lower section goes from the knee joints straight down to the ground. Because of this, lizards and crocodiles move low to the ground and almost appear to be dragging themselves around on their bellies. In contrast, dinosaurs walk in an upright manner. Um... And we can tell dinosaurs walked on their feet, blah, 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 blah. So basically, dinosaurs walk on their two feet with their hips under their feet like Cayman, okay. the dinosaur. Wait, first of all, that's not quite true. You didn't really, I don't think you really read it. It has to do with like bone structure because like the Stegosaurus and the Triceratops do most not walk them, on their hind most feet. Most of them. Most, most of them, them walk on all fours, I think. No, most of them walk on their two feet. Really? Yeah. I can only think of like the Tyrannosaur and the Raptor. And the Raptors. And that's, there's that stupid one that goes in the water and has like a big well, alien head. I forget ah, his name. These dinosaurs were, dinosaurs were apparently warm-blooded. What? That's insane. Anyway, I don't think you can say that he's a dinosaur just because he happens to have a human body that, that tricks he's where, like, where his he hip He looks like go. Barney the dinosaur. All right. Tell me he doesn't look like Barney the dinosaur, but green. He kind of does. He does. He's a dinosaur. Like what reptiles walk on their feet like that besides dinosaurs? Tell me that. The Jesus lizard? That's not real. What are you talking about? It's a real thing. It's a lizard that can run across the water on its hind legs. But then I think it does get on all fours eventually. Yeah. Uh, so we did lose Miles. I was about to say permanently, but I mean for this episode. Miles will be back uh, when he's in a house that was built in the last 200 years. <laughs> uh, probably next week. This episode is truly cursed. This episode is cursed. I'm going to have a heart attack in five minutes and maybe, that will continue the curse and Jackie's fingers will get caught in a mouse Miles, trap or something. Maybe Miles is a dinosaur and that's why he had to go. He had to go because <laughs> a meteor struck his house, his whatever house he's at right now. Uh, okay, look, fine. Cayman is a dinosaur, but I think he's a lizard. It's, it's okay. I don't need, this is not a battle I necessarily need to win. But no, I want, I want to argue about this for another hour. Listeners, write in and let me know if you think that he's a dinosaur. I don't want to hear from you if you don't <laughs> agree with me. Okay. So anyway, this character's name is, is pronounced Kaimon by the Japanese characters. Arguably, it is spelled Cayman, which is a little lizard alligator that walks on all fours. Uh, so he is obviously a victim of the sorcerers experimenting on people in the hole. Obviously? Um, well, most likely. He we has, don't know. He has amnesia. Mm-hmm. And his whole thing is uh, he wants to kill any sorcerers who come into the hole just because they make everyone's life there really shitty. And he also is encountering as many as possible because he wants to see if he can find the person that may have turned him into a half dinosaur. You figured that out by reading ahead. You read the description. No, we we know that. How do we know that? 
How do we know what he's looking for? We don't know what he's looking for in those four episodes. We don't know. In like the first episode, he looks down the alley and is like, that's the guy. Is the guy inside me me? Is it the person who turned me into what I am? Uh Uh-huh. And then we see him bite people and ask them, what did the guy inside me say? Yeah, but we don't know what what he thinks that means, like what that means to him, you know? But he thinks that the sorcerer, that he remembers seeing a sorcerer in an alley. He Uh thinks that might be the guy inside him. So then he bites people and asks them, what did the guy inside me say? Yeah, but we don't, we, there's never a clear answer as to what he, like, what he expects that answer to be. Like when the, what the guy oh, I inside don't think, you. I don't think he expects, I don't, I don't know what he expects the answer to be either. But we know that he is doing that. We know that he is like basically putting people in his mouth so that they can meet the guy inside his throat. And yeah, the anime opens with an interesting fight scene because I couldn't tell who the good guys were. I thought the humans were the good guys and the dinosaur was bad because <laughs> the dinosaur came and just has his head. He just has somebody's head in his mouth. He's just sinking his teeth into this person's head. And you hear the uh, partner being like, Matsumura. Um, and it turns out that that Kamen does this not only to hurt his enemies, his sorcerer enemies, but because when he does this, this guy in his body or in his mouth. He makes some kind of judgment, but we don't know what that judgment is. I never said that we did know. I don't know. You, you did. You said that he is trying to find the sorcerer that did this to him, which I don't no, know if no, that's no. true. Cayman is trying to figure that out. Yeah, but it sounded like you were saying that the guy in his mouth would tell him that. I don't know. I'm just... No, I don't... Okay, well, that's what you said. They're finding sorcerers in general so he can figure out what happened to him. Uh-huh. But I think it's obvious that he thinks the guy inside will give him some kind of clue about what happened. I don't know. Why would you think that? Because he's had visions that like this guy crawls out of him and it's a sorcerer. And like in episode four, they try to use those like puppet mimics to make somebody and they like refer to it as the sorcerer. Puppet so we're mimics. like pretty positive. Okay. We, we know it's definitely possible that there's a sorcerer in Cayman's mouth. And it might be the sorcerer that made the situation happen. And Cayman is very interested to know what the sorcerer inside him is saying to people. And okay. We, we know that Cayman wants to know what's inside like him. You're making up a lot of things that I don't think we saw in those episodes. I, I don't okay. think so. But that's fine. Fair enough. I mean, it makes sense, but it wasn't explicit. I mean... At least I didn't catch it. Here we go. Ready? You're reading a description now. This is the description of the volume one manga. In a city so dismal, it's known only as the whole. A clan of sorcerers have been plucking people off the streets to use as guinea pigs for atrocious experiments in the black arts. In a dark alley, Nikaido, this is Kamen's partner. We'll get into her in a bit. Nikaido found Kamen, a man with a reptile head and a bad case of amnesia to undo the spell of his reptile head, I guess. They're hunting and killing the sorcerers in the hole, hoping they'll eventually kill the right one. But when N, the head sorcerer, gets word of a lizard man slaughtering his people, he sends his cleaners, etc., etc. That all makes sense, but I don't think it was, it's been explicit in I the episodes we saw. I feel like I figured that out without reading this. Well... But if I did read ahead, all I read ahead was the back of a book that we've already covered in the anime. Fine. So I... Whatever. I would like you to take back your accusatory tone. What is my tone? What is my tone? You were like, you read ahead. We didn't know that yet. And I, I don't appreciate that accusation don't roll your eyes (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. I, there's no way I'm going to find well, an apology sincere after you roll your eyes. Mark, <laughs> listen, I'm not going to apologize. I know. I will never apologize for I, America. I know that you read ahead. And I know that you said some I things did not read ahead. That sound true. I have read summaries of what we watched. That's what I mean. You read summaries. Of what we watched. <laughs> That's not ahead. Yes, it is. That's like if you read your own diary and went, I can see the future, like or something. That doesn't make sense. Just because you're reading like a more compact version of things and you have now ascribed meaning to Sometimes summaries include things that you haven't actually that haven't been made explicit. You know? I guess that's true. It's like when you watch the trailer of of a movie and it like mm-hmm. reveals that there's like a demon or whatever, but well, you don't know movies, that for the first like half of a movie. But that's because movies will include, trailers are not someone talking. Trailers like it can include footage from later in the movie. Yeah. And you draw your own conclusion. Uh, but I don't know. I think it's totally possible for someone to conclude this just reading the beginning of the show. And I, I already had that vibe. Well. I don't know. Anyway, let, my me, just, vibe, let me just keep going. My vibe was... They were trying to find something out, but I didn't know what. And he had some guy in his mouth. And I suspect that the guy in his mouth is him. That's what I suspect because they both have the crosses on their eyes. Right. Um, And he keeps dreaming about him and stuff. And so I think that they are like the same. And he doesn't remember who he is. I think that they're the same person, but his actual self is in his throat. And it's kind of like he was split. That's what I think. I don't think that. Okay, well, um, that is my interpretation of the events that we saw, but we don't know because it hasn't been made explicit. Well, let me just ask you this. Yes. What about all the other people in the hole who are just, uh, that have like animal heads or turkey, cooked turkey heads? Do you think they have the, themselves inside them? I mean... No, he's a special case. I think every, he's just a weirdo. Everybody else is their own special brand of weird uh, sorcerer magic people. Okay. I, I think that this is a spell where the sorcerer turned him into a dinosaur and then was like, you are my new vessel. That is what I think. I think that he jumped inside him. Well, um, right. And I think we think that also, the reason why I think that as well is because in the first episode, there's a dream sequence at the end where Cayman imagines himself vomiting out like a bunch of blood and then the guy coming out of him mm-hmm. and we still see things from Cayman's perspective. Mm-hmm. We don't then see Cayman like walking in the dream and being like, oh, I'm out of my own body. I know dreams can be weird and fuck with perspective, but I would find it strange that he can still see this guy walking away from him. I think Cayman is still Cayman. Always, no matter what. Oh, so you think there's like a new person being made? I think he's split. Like he made a person around him? It's just coincidental that there's another person with like an animal head in this place where everyone is victimized mm-hmm. by an external person. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on in this show. It's weird. It is. I don't uh, get it. It is definitely very weird. Anyway, Cayman's partner's name is Nikaido. Um, she is a cook, I think, technically. Her trade, her definition could yes. be that she is a cook. She runs. She's, she's a badass fighting cook. She's a badass uh, muscle lady cook who runs a restaurant called The Hungry Bug, uh, which unfortunately is in the district of the hole where a lot of sorcerers break into the world. And she doesn't get a lot of customers, which makes me wonder how she has this restaurant. Yeah. And she keeps just feeding Cayman for free. Because they're friends. Because they're friends. And I don't know. Um, they're friends. And Cayman is part dinosaur, so he's very hungry. <laughs> Possibly. He's, yeah, he's hungry. He might have a human stomach still. He's like uh, 
Um, isn't there a game with a bunch of alligators that they eat the marbles? It's not Hungry Hungry Hippos, but there is a... No, Hungry Hungry Hippos is the one with the, with the marbles. Yeah, but, but there is a, there's one with alligators too. Where you hit them with the hammer. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. What is that game called? Whack-a-mole. <laughs> no, it's it's not. It's it's like g- gator hammer or something. G- gator smack. Don't wake daddy. I don't think it's that. <laughs> I do not think it's that, but this one is actually called Whack-a-Gator or Dino Bonk. Aha, Dino Bonk. Dino Bonk. Di- funky Gator I'm seeing here. Wacky Gator wacky gator no one knows i guess everyone ripped off the same formula they forgot to. oh gator golf is what i'm thinking of gator golf oh no or crocodile dentist i'm thinking of crocodile dentist oh my god i have bad memories of that because i've seen a japanese video where this guy replaces some of the teeth with uh, thumbtacks no yeah anyway let's uh let's continue on so there is a gator guzzling gu- there's a gu- guzzling gators game which is basically hungry hungry hippos but with gators all right fine but no one knows that that's true no one knows it listeners so, write in and let us know your gator themed games yeah please do uh so yeah i don't know what else what we haven't covered or anything but yeah the first scene is this really cool fight scene where we learn a few things one is that cayman you know is biting people and asking them what does the person inside me say because there's a guy who crawls out from inside him and looks at the person he's biting uh but so far we only see the the guy inside him look at people and say you're not it he says omai wa chigao which means you're wrong you are not correct you you know Mm -hmm. you're not you're not the one um and uh so one of these sorceress tells came in that and then he's like well then i don't need you or like oh the guy's still not here and he just cuts him into pieces killing him mm-hmm. we know that magic does not work on uh kaiman he's immune yeah. to it and we believe this is i believe this is this is not we, from a summary i read this is what i believe because uh-huh. later in the show um n says he must be under someone else's spell already okay so two things become apparent in the show. One is it seems like you can only have one spell on you at a time based mm. on that. The other is that if the sorcerer dies, then their spell is broken. Mm. Um, so yeah, I don't think the show does a good job or it, it might not want to uh, explain to us why they kill sorcerers because you could just say, oh, well, Nikaido and Kaiman, they are they just don't want people attacking them. They're defending their home. They're defending themselves. But yeah, there have been... Why does he want to be a human again? I think being a dinosaur is fine. I think he wants to know what happened to him. Okay. He also does say at one point, ooh, Jackie, here's my here's my shipping theory here. Shipping. Um, he says to Nikaido, what sh- if the guy inside me is really handsome and you fall in love with him? Oh, when did he say that? He says that at some point. Oh, um, that's sad. Yeah. So maybe... maybe does he like him. her? I don't know. He likes her food. Hmm, he likes her gyoza. He does. So we also see in this first fight scene um, that Nikaido is extremely fast and strong. She breaks a sorcerer's finger just by putting her two uh, fingers around it and snapping it with no effort at all. So we then see the sorcerer who wasn't killed in the first fight scene. There were two of them. He goes back and um, goes to the guy's funeral, which is the ceremony where you drop an egg into a thing. And the people there are like pray for their resurrection. And he has to put on special funeral shoes for this. And then he goes to meet N, who seems to be some kind of kingpin or maybe just a king in general. I don't know of the sorcerer world. Um, 
and and is like, well, you're going to need to get a new partner. And I think he recommends that the partner will be the guy that cursed Cayman to look like a dinosaur, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. Um, but at some point as well, and also gives Fujita, the sorcerer, a book that looks actually like the Gator Dentist, Crocodile Dentist book, the mm-hmm. Crocodile Dentist game, because it's a book that has a bunch of teeth around it. And when he opens it, he sees these different sorcerers and he finds one that has a skull mask named Ebisu. We also see that Kaiman gets a part job, part-time job at a hospital um, helping victims of sorcerers. So there's just a bunch of people there who are like half turned into bugs. Um, and he's working there while Nikaido goes back to her restaurant and prepares to serve this person. Even though to me, he looks exactly like the other two guys. It's obvious he's a sorcerer. So I don't know why yeah, she serves him. I don't know. He doesn't look like... And as a matter of fact, when he first started using magic, I thought he was the same guy because he has like a thing around his finger. Mm-hmm. But it turns out, if you watch closely in all the episodes, you can see that a lot of the sorcerers have scars or segmented fingers. Because since the magic dust comes out of your finger, mm. you probably get them cut off a lot. That makes and then sense. you have to reattach them yourself or whatever. There's a lot of like dismemberment in this show that doesn't affect people. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, at the end of episode four, I it think... It seems like everybody can just get put back together. Yeah, to some degree. Yeah, as long as you're not technically dead. Um. Anyway. You know what, Jackie? That's an argument more towards your theory that he is the guy inside the big dino suit. What is? Because at the end of episode four, where we stopped watching... um. You know, Kaimon's head gets cut off, but then it mysteriously grows back. Oh, right. I forgot about this. Um, So maybe it is just like a big dino human suit. Yeah, I don't remember why, what my theory was for why his head keeps growing back. But I think that that's part of what he can do. I don't know. Oh, right, 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 right. Because, um, what's it called? Um, who's the girl, The his friend? Nikaido. Nikaido was like, when I first met you, you had like a garbage but you were a man with a garbage right. bag on your head and your head and then i took the garbage bag off and your head came off or something or like he didn't have a head it, it was like they found him she or- found him without a head and then later she sees him again but he did have a head he had a dinosaur head so like a dinosaur head grew out of it so i think that he has some kind of weird power that is like he can't be beheaded because a dinosaur head will grow back and and maybe because his real head or the the sorcerer that created him is further down yeah so that's his what head i'm thinking I'm, I'm thinking that he was a sorcerer that um tried to save himself um because he knew his head was going to get cut off and he, so he tried to save himself but he fucked up the spell and instead oh. his head just keeps growing a dinosaur head and his real self is just in his throat Okay. Yeah, maybe he's disguising himself as a victim. Uh, what do you mean, victim? I think he could have built his suit, and that's why this guy has amnesia. He built Cayman as a way to hide, mm. and by giving him an animal head, he looks like one of the other victims in the town who's part animal because a sorcerer was a dickhead and decided yeah. to turn them into a bird mm-hmm. or whatever. That's a good theory. There's a lot in this show that is still unanswered even after four episodes because we go down a few kind of sidetracks that mm-hmm. I did find enjoyable. I like the show. Spoiler alert. My opinion is I like the show. I want to watch more of it. Um, but uh, episode two or one of the, I, I don't remember which episode is just half about this zombie day where all these people come back to life and you have to go out and kill them and you collect dog tags and stuff and it's a competition. 
Mm-hmm. We also get introduced to these two people in the sorcerer world that are sort of um, cleaners or lieutenants. They're cool. For N. Uh, and those people are Noi, I think. Yes. That's and the lady. who is the other one? Who's the guy? Shin. Mm. Shin is a guy whose mask is the shape of a heart and he wears it backwards. So he doesn't have all the sorcerers wear a masks. A heart as in the organ heart. Right. Not the little cute Not shape. the symbol. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, he wears it backwards because a lot of the, the sorcerers have these scary masks where they look like they have skull teeth, but he flips his around. So he's just like a weird um, heart. Anyway, Noi uh, seems like a bruisey kind of big boy. Um, and, and, Noi's a lady. But Noi turns out to just be an even more stout, uh, not stout, but just sort of stocky built lady i think than uh nikaido she's also kind of a babe isn't she she's a bit of a babe um she's but she has a different body type than most babes she's she's also muscular she's a beefy busty bruising babe (laughs) if i had to use only b b b b b b b b -b. if i had to use only b words to describe um (laughs) she seems cool we're introduced to them at the end of episode one um Shin is killing everyone, killing a bunch of people with a hammer. Evidently, they're cleaning up some mistake. I don't know. And Noi is just shoving dudes' heads into walls and counting how many. So there's a lot of violence in the show, but it has a very lighthearted tone. Mm-hmm. Like all these gross things are happening. People are being killed. Yeah. But the show is just sort of like, eh. I didn't realize it was violent until you guys mentioned it because I just thought it was, I don't know. I didn't really notice how violent it was because it was like kind of the tone of it isn't very yeah. dark i guess is it feels mostly inconsequential yeah and i think part of that is because like they can grow their limbs back and stuff it seems so yeah it's not, that bad. not very easily but, but yeah. we see that happen and, and Kaiman, i think also or kaiman is voiced by the jojo okuyasu voice actor who is great at just seeming he's great he's, his voice sort is of great. dumb and whimsy uh but just really fun and playful um takagi wataru i believe or wataru takagi whatever I don't know if you're Western or not. So you can do family name first, given name first. I don't care. There's Wataru and Takagi in there somewhere. Anyways. Um, and uh, the other thing I, I thought about today, because I rewatched episode one, is that um, they show the sorcerer's world. And I was going to be like, oh, yeah, they show both sides of things. And they do. But like, I think the show still morally wants you to agree with the people in the hole and see them as victims and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's fun to me that the the sorcerers are not necessarily vulnerable, but we see that they're imperfect and stupid mm. um, and, enterpri- and enterprising. I think they're kind of trying to look good in front of uh, the boss mm. and stuff. Um, and yeah, it's, it's fun that they, they are fuck ups and we don't, you know, we see that the first guy is regretful that his partner died, but he doesn't like, cry or scream about it it's not super upsetting so um it is a fun show despite the horrible things we are describing (laughs) um so yeah these two people show up on the other side of things and then we see that their boss that guy n who seems to be the source of a bunch of alice in wonderland sort of parallels yes in the show um that they are sent to then go find and kill kaiman and nikaido because he has heard that this dinosaur guy and this gyoza cook are killing all of the sorcerers. Do you want to talk about what the Alice in Wonderland 
like symbolism is. Do you remember it? Yeah, there's the, um, he's smoking out of like the long pipe that the, cal- uh, like among a bunch of mushrooms, which is what the caterpillar does. Um, there's these two characters that are kind of like Tweedledee and Tweedledum in like a play kind of right. setting. Um, what else? I think they're named after mushrooms or something like, or something like that. Maitake and Itake. There's a like lot that. of mushrooms. Um, it, well, it turns out at one point that N is able to turn people into mushrooms. And then his like underlings suspect they may have eaten people by accident because they've eaten mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's pretty gross. And I think there's more, but I don't remember. But there, it's there. It's all. It's like there's like some surreal elements that feel very Alice in Wonderland. Well, and also like them going down into the hole is like Alice going down the rabbit hole and that kind of thing. I don't know. It's true. It's yeah. Like there is there is actually another world, um, that is a weird world to go to. Yeah. Um, I think there was a character that reminded me of the Mad Hatter, but I don't remember what that was. Um, there is in episode four when they go to that like gala, that like ball. Ebisu yeah. gets offered a uh, black powder in a drink. That and... that definitely reminded me. No, um, who who was it? What the 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 lady ended up being? What animal? A dog? A, a pig? What did she ended up? She ended up being some animal, and that that animal had powers. Which is in Alice in Wonderland. There's the Duchess, who I think gets turned into a pig, or she has a a p- baby pig, something like that. I am looking this up. I do not remember this. You don't remember that he was like, I'm going to marry this sorcerer and she turns out to be an animal of some sort. Okay, I am looking. And then they're like, hi, you're going to marry this animal. And he's like, nah, but it's coming with us. And gives nose plugs. There's it's, a a, it's a dog. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. This sorcerer. Yeah, he reveals that the woman will be his partner. Yes. But then he orders his underlings to kill her. I don't remember that. Yeah. Well, whatever. This show is fucking weird. Episode four especially feels like a departure into like a lot of new territory that I don't understand at all. Um, because, yeah, there's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. A weird creature escapes from under her dress. N takes it in and names it Kikurage. Kikurage is another type of mushroom. You can sometimes find it in ramen. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I think it's chewy and weird. Um. So yeah, that's like part of some sorcerer world thing that is very um un- unclear to um to us here at the end. I kind of have a, a grasp on what Kaimon's story is. I have a grasp on Nikaido, although she has a mysterious past as well because she apparently was a sorcerer when she yeah, first found we learned Kaimon. That. And she doesn't want to tell Kaimon this because she's worried about his reaction because obviously he seems to hate sorcerers, have no problem murdering them. Um I remember too, one way I knew that this show was kind of inconsequential about violence was in the first episode, she makes fun of uh, this guy's magic, not knowing that the person she's talking to is the guy who has the shitty magic. Mm-hmm. He turns her into a bug and then Kaiman noticed, like finds her and she's like coughing blood and half bug. And Kaiman just looks at the sorcerer and is like, he's kind of just like, you just fucked up. He's like, I'm just going to kill you. And the fact that he isn't like freaking out despite this sort of upsetting imagery, I was like, oh, I guess subconsciously. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, this show, this is not that crazy a thing to happen here. Um, yeah. There's also this character, um, Ebisu, that's briefly uh, introduced at the end of the first episode. She's a sorcerer. She seems to be a young 
lady who wears a skull mask. Mm -hmm. But in the first episode, since Kaimon decides to bite her as well and see what the guy inside him says. First thing that's interesting is the guy inside him starts to kind of, he doesn't say immediately, you're not it. Like yeah. he says to he three other dudes. You. He's like, you, and then we get interrupted. He looks surprised. These other sorcerers come down and try to rescue uh, Ebisu, and they accidentally... And they fucking rip her fucking face off of her face. Because they drag her away from Kaimon, it's who's still biting her. so good and so scary. Um, and then, so like in later episodes, we see her, uh, her face is bandaged up, and she's sort of not responsive. They don't explain it. She's sort of just like a kid again. She's like, la, 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 whatever, dancing around. She's kind of like, uh, like she's... Uh, loop she's like loopy like she's, she's on drugs loop. or something that, that was my impression but they never really explained that yeah um so they seem to be like bringing they seem to have done something to her face maybe repairing it or giving her a new one give give her like a lot of painkillers maybe yeah well we don't know what they're going to do to give her a face though that's the thing we don't know if they can grow it back or whatever um and then in the zombie episode we mentioned uh she gets turned into a zombie so and this poor girl we haven't really heard her talk since like the first episode i don't remember what she said um i think she, oh yeah she was having trouble creating a door which mm -hmm. is something all sorcerers can do is they can create doors in the hole to exit and go back to this like nexus or port in the sorcerer's world um so it's just like she's sort of like i think miles put it once uh she's like the kenny of this show where just these uh, like bad violent things keep happening to her every episode miles put put it that way and the first time we recorded this was that she yes. is the kenny of this show because she does keep getting like hurt every, in like almost every episode yeah um so yeah that's interesting i don't know that's a bit of a mystery to me um it's a mystery to me the, the whole mystery for me is like what are the sorcerers doing what are they practicing for what is their goal are there people on the outside of the sorcerer's world that don't have powers are there warring sorcerer factions we do not we don't know, know. there's so much we don't know it's very uh intriguing oh by the way this show um the manga rather was written by someone named Q Hayashida. Um, and I just think it's interesting that it is a woman who uh, created Doro Hedoro. Um, I just, my own personal bias is I was surprised by that because the show is very gory uh, and gross. Uh, stars a man, although he is also a dinosaur. Mm, um, I guess. So I thought, I mean, I think it's cool. But I think it also has some some cool women characters who are not for sure. uh, overtly sexualized or anything like that. Like, I think they seem like real people, yeah. um, which is we cool. Do, I mean, they are a little sexualized, but it's not. Eh. I don't, it's, I, I There don't is know. like that episode where, they, where the, guy, the guy can't figure out how to put on, put clothes on Ebby Sue. Um, both of our bruiser ladies have uh, big D cups. Um, That's true. So there's definitely sexuality on the women's uh, on the women's side of things, but it is certainly not like look at these dumb women that have no agency and no intrigue. They're just there as decorations. Mm -hmm. These helpless ladies. Yeah. <laughs> it's certainly not that these sweet demure ladies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the show is full of mysteries. I like the moment that um, Noi and you got to help me out with her Shin, name. The guy. No, no, the girl. Oh, Ebisu. No. Other girl. Describe this girl. The cook lady. Oh, Nikaido. The moment that Noi and Nikaido have where they're like fighting <clears throat> and Noi is like, oh, you're cool. We should be friends. And 
like they're still fighting and Noi's like, oh, right, I'm supposed to kill you. Well, that's too bad. <laughs> I just think that that's cute and I hope that they become friends. Yeah, it's a fun little ditzy moment and it is cute yeah. that, that they, that, yeah, they want to be friends. It's like they reflect, they respect each other. Um, yeah. And Noi's like, hey, isn't this cool? We're fighting. Oh, wait a minute. We yeah. can't be friends. <laughs> um, yeah, and I just was like looking at this summary of one of the episodes and yeah, the Tweedledee and Tweedledum sort of magic users that they use in a, in a sequence that I'll try to explain, um, they try to kill N. N thinks he's showing the his cleaner people, his sorcerer people, these two people that can help them figure out the sorcerer that turned Cayman into what he is or created Cayman. And they try to attack him. So it turns out there were hitmen after N. But we don't know who sent them or who they are. But ultimately, there is some magic user that N is able to call upon who creates these sort of homunculuses of people. And this is useful because he, what he wants to do is he creates a homunculus of the guy inside Cayman's mouth because one of the sorcerers has fought Cayman and seen inside his mouth. Mm, how is he able to create him? Like how he shows you how to make it. Remember, there's a recipe, oh. but it's basically just like a roast duck recipe that happens to create a homunculus. <laughs> right. That's in weird. this weird sequence where it's a little thing on a spoon. I think this little white guy on a spoon that I don't know, and I might be involved. Yeah, so I'm sorry. The person who's able to make the clone is named Turkey, and they are a human with a turkey for a head, which is weird because it seems like this might be someone who was experimented on by the sorcerers, but he's helping them. Um, and yeah, so he creates a doll out of the guy inside of Kaimon. He's a blonde guy with very short um, blonde, uh, blonde hair, um, and he goes like through a bunch of places into an apartment, Um and they ask the, the landlord about the apartment. And he's like, yeah, I haven't seen this guy. I don't know his... Yeah, there's a guy that lives in this room, but I don't know what he looks like or what his name is. There's a safe in the apartment and the doll freaks out when they touch the safe. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe the doll actually freaks out and attacks Ebisu because Ebisu takes all of the violence. Mm -hmm. um, they try to open the safe and the doll freaks out. Uh, Shin... Um, destroys the doll by just punching it in the chest really hard um and inside the safe was someone's head um and then they seem to restore it and it it is the guy again i don't know um looking at a screenshot here uh i can see that the guy inside kaiman's head has spikes coming out of his head oh he does yeah they're the same person mark i think they're the same person it's possible it's possible um you you mentioned last uh last time we recorded but we didn't actually record that you really liked uh when he woke up from his dream yes. when came and work woke up from his dream uh and he had the, like his pillow was stuck to his head because of the spikes yeah and he just goes like ah my pillow and there's just <laughs> spikes in his head have pierced the pillow yeah i think they like only come out at certain times or something like they're retractable because mm -hmm. looking at, a, at at the manga at one point there's like a sound effect and i didn't know if that was because he was putting a mask on and he had to push the the spikes through it or if they just pop out sometimes yeah and i feel like there was another story thread that i can't okay i think that n says i want this woman to be my partner i think he orders his henchmen to kill the woman's partner mm. like her existing male partner i think that i am reading uh someone's summary on otakuorbit.com and i think they may have had a typo here i'm using this summary because we watched this show a week ago um, but to be honest, this is 
Still something that I would have needed to read a week ago because the show is a lot to follow. But I think that, yeah, N asks his henchmen to kill the woman's partner because he wants her. And this guy's power is that uh, he creates acid. But before he demonstrates that, he gives Ebisu a drink that has the black powder. Mm. Um, Yeah, and that's where we see that weird-ass creature that we call Kikurage. Right, and then there's something at the end where they go to some doctor who looks like a kid but is actually 60 years old because he was experimented on. Uh, And then he shows them a door that's made out of the bodies of sorcerers, and that door goes into the sorcerer's world. So I assume after episode four, there is going to be some sort of infiltration into the sorcerer's world by Kaimon and Nikaido. Uh, So that'll be interesting. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the show has a a lot of mystery to it. Um, One thing that I found suspicious is at the end of, I think, the fourth episode, like towards the end, Cayman is having dinner or he's eating with um, the girl. Nikaido. Nikaido. (laughs) Like, Mark, help me out. You got to like write it down. I got to like wear like like a card on my head. This is the last time I need her name. So they're having like they're eating. And he's like, he says something to her like, we're going to be friends forever. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wrote that in my notes. I was like, something's going to happen to one of them. Oh, no, stop it. No, don't say that. Yeah, you can't do that. We're well, going to be friends forever. Well, I, I don't think know what they, he says, I think but. they say that because later we see Nikaido talking and she's like, I'm a sorcerer. I don't want him to know. So I think it's right. that kind of thing. Like she's just sitting there like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Friends forever. Nothing complicated will ever happen. She's like, I have something to tell you. (laughs) I think she, yeah, doesn't she? I think she does go to tell him something. She tries to tell him. But they get interrupted or something. Of course. I hate that. That always happens. We're going to be friends no matter what is what he says. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm interested to see how that goes. Uh, I'm interested to know more about the world. I'm interested to clarify what Kaimon is and what he's looking for. Um, Yeah. So I'll keep watching this. I don't know if I would normally, but I think anime is the only... I've, I've realized that anime is the only like TV show that I can get Mark to watch with me and not complain about. So we might, I might have to just keep watching this. <laughs> sure. Because all I want is Mark to watch TV with me. That's all I want. We watched all of Dark. I know, but you were miserable I, the I, whole time I, and then you were <laughs> mad about it at the end. But the, even the shittiest anime you will enjoy and not complain about. So, well, no, we don't watch the shittiest anime. There's true. a lot of animes we've watched that I've that's been like, true. I would not watch this anymore. I don't want to get into this right now. We just watch a lot of anime and so there's there's a good amount of stuff but that does... I, I think your, your bar must be lower for anime because I think that you don't have the same complaints that you do about anime that you do for like the shows that I want to watch. And it's not that the anime is better written or anything. We have different, shows. we are different people. Yeah. <sighs> I don't want to talk about this, but yeah. Why'd you bring it up? I didn't bring it up. You said that I, I want, I'll watch this because this is the only kind okay. of thing I can watch with Mark. <sighs> yes, that's it. That's all I want to talk about. It's just that. That's all I want to say. Okay. Got Good it. night, everybody. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that is Doro Hedoro. Again, if you want to write in to us about all the things we fucked up or missed, uh, you can write to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. You can also follow us and mention us on Twitter. Uh, the username there is, of course, JJBPod. Um, I don't know why I said, of course. It's been like an hour since I've said that. But on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, Patreon, we are JJBPod. Thanks for listening, everyone.
Thank you. We'll see you next time where hopefully we'll just have one recording session and all three of us will be on it at the same time forever. Hopefully everything will go okay next time. Everything will be normal, maybe. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Bye.